Are you ready? Get ready to be smashed through a table, throwing the ropes, and come begging back for more. In this corner, we have Adrian Heading Heading, and in that corner is Nick Powerhouse Clown. Ready? I hope so. Hi, CMLF listeners. This is Adrian Headache Hedden. This is Nick Powerhouse Potter. And we're here with another installment of Ringmasters. I'm going to cover all the news in professional wrestling. More specifically, we have probably our most important podcast mm-hmm. of the year. Um, coming off the heels of WrestleMania, Raw after WrestleMania. Both huge events. One of the best manias I've seen in a long time. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And those two events will be followed by the next biggest event in wrestle in uh, in re- the pro wrestling world, which is the post WrestleMania Ringmasters episode. Mm-hmm. Third most important thing there is. Absolutely, absolutely. But before we get to uh, WrestleMania and uh, last night's Raw's War, um, we'll uh, I guess uh, go for the NXT. So Nick, what do you got? Yeah, quick wrap of, of NXT. Sasha Banks had a title match against Alexa Bliss, and I'm just going to summarize this real quickly. Uh, it was a real good match. Both mm-hmm. of them had a lot of really balanced offense. I wasn't sure if who was going to win. Sasha Banks did retain. After that, Kevin Owens had a title defense against Finn Balor. Oh, we've really been waiting good. for this match. Really, really good. It was a lot of balanced offense. I didn't know who was going to win, but Kevin Owens did end up retaining. Defended they were two the really title. solid matches that didn't uh, change the lineup of the belts, but it was a good push in to see what's going to happen in NXT following weeks. Okay. Uh, nothing happened on SmackDown. <laughs> not much? No, not really. Not much on that. Okay, well, leading up to uh, WrestleMania, it sounds like SmackDown was a little bit, yeah. little bit boring. We had a good buildup into WrestleMania, though, um, so let's get right to the card. Um I mean, I think smiles all around. I think it was yeah. pretty pretty there, good results. There was not a single match that I overall disliked. Mm-hmm. There were some moments here and there, but mm-hmm. each individual show, I liked all of them quite a bit. Now, the Fatal 4-Tag match that was uh, for, for the titles, um, mm-hmm. Cesaro, obviously, and um, Tyson, Kidd. Tyson Kidd defending against uh, the Usos. The New Day the New and, Day Los, and Matadores. Los Matadores. Who I've really liked Los Matadores lately. They've... They've been doing a lot of cool, um, a lot of cool stuff in the ring. You know, kind of the high flyers, but mm-hmm. still pretty grounded. Yeah. Um, I mean, who was your pick going into this? Uh, I was pretty sure that Kid and Cesar were going yeah. to win. They're and, a pretty solid team. And they did. They retained their titles. Really given a new, um, a new level to the uh, the big swing that yeah. Cesar does with that mm-hmm. drop kick. It used to seem like kind of a silly move for such a serious character, but mm-hmm. with that drop kick, you know, I think it's. They're really a devastating team. They do a lot of moves like that. Yeah, and there were a lot of high spots for this being um, mm-hmm. the pre-show of the big event. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the what they had six men involved in a suplex, which was ridiculous. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, that superplex Death Valley Driver, mm-hmm. little uh, couple little t- towers of, of doom. doom. Yeah, Legion of Doom thing. Yeah, pretty good stuff. Um, then obviously, um, so Tyson Kidd and Cesaro defended the titles, mm-hmm. um, retained, and then we moved into the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yes. Funny enough, Cesaro was the winner from last year, mm-hmm. but and this it, year we had they uh, they teased a spot where it looked like he might win it a second time because it was him and Big Show, but then you know, he ended up getting eliminated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Show dominated this match. Yes, I think he eliminated more than anybody else. Um, high point I thought was uh, at the very beginning, um, Axel Mania. <laughs> Axel Mania coming out on wrestling and took 29 guys to eliminate him. Yeah, 29 guys picked him up and dropped him. They crowd surfed him. Very beginning of the match. Yeah, that was um, that was some pretty funny stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Big Show took that and um, the, the biggest high spot though we cannot gloss over was Miz Dow and Miz. Ah yes, of course they imploded for that sure. That split officially happened. Miz Dow finally quitting. Mm-hmm. And he threw the Miz right over that top rope. Mm-hmm. And they teased it like Miz Dow was going to win the battle royal, which was close. one of my picks. I was close. hoping, and my initial thought was 
just I was real upset that Big Show won. Mm-hmm. But then I, you know, I took a second, I took a step back. One of my things that I said last week on this podcast was that maybe they would give it to someone who's a bit more established to give some credibility to the trophy. And if that's anyone on the roster, it's Big Show. Yeah, give it to definitely a more established guy. Obviously, last year Cesaro won, um, made it I think to the Money in the Bank uh, World Title match mm-hmm. and uh, lost. And he's been kind of you know pushed back into the tag team division. So, you know, didn't really um, do a lot for him. And I think adding the Big Show in there definitely gives credibility, which was kind of the name of the game for the whole event, was sort of reestablishing credibility to a few things. Um, And, I mean, every now and then you really do need to have the biggest mm -hmm. guy win the match that is strictly the biggest guy throws you over. It does make sense logistically for him to win. And it it gets down to, like, three Big Show and, like, three other guys, and you're like, you know, they they can't, you know, it's going to take a few of them to put him over, so... Mm -hmm. When it's just the Big Show and, like, two other guys, I think he's pretty much got it. It's going to be hard for even two wrestlers to get him over the top rope. We can't have Roman Reigns eliminating Big Show and Kane simultaneously every time, because if that happens every time, then the match (laughs) doesn't really mean anything. Big guy's got to win every now and then, so I'm cool with it. And it was good because, you know, the Big Show obviously taking a lot of influence from Andre the Giant, probably the biggest wrestler since Andre the Giant, Mm -hmm. Um, 7'2", about 500, 450 pounds. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, loved the pose at the end. What did you think about that? Oh, uh, I mean, it was... And you did that on Raw, too. It's iconic imagery. Yeah, it was with the arms crossed and a little grin. Um, obviously, Big Show really uh, picking up where Andre the Giant left off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, after that match, uh, we moved on to the uh, Intercontinental Championship. This was one of the most anticipated matches, I thought. Yes. Um, one of the most, you know, you had I, I had no idea who was going to win. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people were pulling for Daniel Bryan, who ultimately did win. But, that was my um, pick. You know, Dolph Ziggler was in there as well. Um, could have seen a re- retention from Bad News Barrett. He mm-hmm. looked pretty good with a few bull hammers. Yeah, and the thing was, just like uh, I had said last time, was that mm-hmm. I felt that every single person in this match would have their own high spots. Yeah. And yeah. the um, the the clear losers, or the people who had the least amount of chance of winning, were going to be R-Truth, Stardust, and Luke Harper. Absolutely. Yet yeah. all three of them had great spots. And then you've got Barrett gave, what, like four bull hammers out at once. He climbed the ladder and bull hammered R-Truth right off Yeah. Him. yeah. Uh, Ambrose fell through a ladder, split it yep. clean in half, didn't just bend like yeah, it did in the Hardy matches, Luke Harper, it snapped right? in half. Luke, Luke Harper power bombs Dean Ambrose. That was one of the most jaw-dropping moments, I think, yeah. of the night. People had to believe that that hurt yeah. um, Dean Ambrose. It looked like he could have sustained a serious injury there. That was definitely a high-risk maneuver. And then you've got uh, Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler on the top of the ladder just exchanging headbutts, which you don't see. Headbutts are not used all that often. Yeah. And it was it was good to see him brought back, you yeah. know, just give more moves to your arsenal. Yeah, it looks really painful. I can't imagine headbutting another person like that. Yeah. Daniel Bryan and um, Ziggler, the two favorites, I think, and definitely went toe-to-toe. Um, but in the end, Daniel Bryan knocked mm-hmm. him off and uh, grabbed the IC title, which is interesting after, you know, coming off of last year's WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan obviously winning the main event, mm-hmm. World Heavyweight Championship. And then now taking the IC title, so like I said earlier, not only did we reestablish credibility to the Battle Royal, but we've also got um, you know the Intercontinental Championship being held by a former world champion. Yeah, I mean it's it's great. It's make very it, interesting. Make it mean something. And you know all seven of these guys, I think, will make a good Intercontinental uh, title picture as well, um, yeah. as far as defense against Dolph Ziggler, against Luke Harper. I mean, they um, had that Barrett. they had that backstage promo where Daniel Bryan was congratulated by Ricky Steamboat mm-hmm. and Bret Hart and Ric Flair and just all of these great Intercontinental Champions throughout the years, mm-hmm. and we need more of those guys. Yeah. You know, like when like twenty years or so go by, I want to be able to say that I was there when I saw Daniel Bryan. You all you all know how great Daniel Bryan was. I saw him win the Intercontinental Championship. Just I, like people at WrestleMania, what was it WrestleMania ten with uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, Shawn Razor Michaels, Ramon? Yeah. And that ladder match, I mean. 
historical moments. Um, you know, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat also comes to mind. Him and Macho Man, mm-hmm. classic battles at WrestleMania three for the IC title. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior. You know, and now I think Daniel Bryan might be of the credit, the caliber of those guys. He at least has the resume. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I guess we'll see how that pans out. Hopefully, it will just get better. Up next uh, is my favorite match of the night, just oh, like I predicted it would happen. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton, Seth Rollins. Severe, he beat him down. Oh, yeah. You just have two of the in-ring smartest guys in the industry, and they're both uh, they're both kind of slimy when they need to be. They're mm-hmm. both... Uh, the Viper they they the don't architect. just punch first. They're thinking the whole time. They set it up, and they're ready to counter Very everything. influenced by Triple H. You know, and it was first. just such a strong match through and through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Bryan, or I mean, Seth Rollins and uh, Randy Orton, you know, obviously huge rivals, coming back on a huge grudge. Mm-hmm. Orton, you know... Really took it to Rollins, faked, faked him out at first, um, you know, pretending to be part of the authority, coming back, uh, just beating the crap out of him on Raw. And um, I, I didn't even know if they need, really need to have a match after that beatdown. But, um, you know, <laughs> Orton obviously wanted to get some revenge at the grandest stage of them all, and mm-hmm. you know, I think he did. That, oh, I mean, yeah. There were some serious high spots in this match. Yeah, uh, a couple weeks ago when I said shades of Legend Killer, no, we're in full-on Legend Killer mode now. Yeah. He had the he had the red trunks. He had he mm-hmm. actually had like elbow pads on, like he did and back he really in the day. Really wanted to hurt Rollins. It was real. He really wanted to hurt him. And if we're gonna talk about just one thing, it's of course that last move. Yep. Uh, Orton faking, getting set up for the curb stomp. As soon as Rollins steps on him, Orton him pops butt. him up, pop up RKO, the best move of the night. He probably flung him 10 feet in the air. It was remarkable. What a reversal. I mean, RKO out of nowhere wasn't just trending for nothing on mm-hmm. Twitter. Yeah. That yeah. was an incredible match. My favorite. Again, saw Orton take the victory, um, which, you know, I, I think everyone wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. Everyone wanted to see Rollins uh, get what he deserved. Yep, that was also my prediction. Mr. Money in the Bank, but, you know... Not that that was the end of Rollins' night. Oh, no, 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 no. No, well, it wasn't. But um, before that, we had, I think, probably probably one of the most... I, I wouldn't say the best match of the night. But the biggest. Sting and Triple H, but probably, I mean, one of the most unexpected outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. Know, you go from you know Orton and Rollins, you know, I think we knew what was going to happen. I see titles. Someone's got to win that. Up until now, I think the show was pretty much giving people what they expected, what they wanted more than anything. For the most part. But Sting versus Triple H, I mean, that match, first of all, you knew something was up when Triple H comes out dressed like the Terminator. <laughs> that was strange. Ah, uh, but it worked. It was really cool, yeah. yeah. And then Sting comes out to those drums. Mm-hmm. Um, the two went toe to and Sting still has it. Yeah. A lot of people thought he was going to look a little saggy. I, I mean, I've seen some of his TNA matches over the past couple of years, and he still looks fine for being what he is right now, 57 mm-hmm. years old. Yeah, and, you know, he was tagging part of his Ultimate Warrior, yeah. Blade Runners. I mean, that's what they debuted together, so you know Sting has been around forever. Mm-hmm. And um, him going up against Triple H, someone who's always been in peak condition, well, you know, one of the, one of the I think, most well-conditioned wrestlers of all time. Oh, yeah. Even today, um, it was a real clash of the icons. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bat versus the, the the sledgehammer, that was a great spot. Mm-hmm. Sting breaking Triple H's sledgehammer with the baseball bat. But obviously, who came out um, to defend uh, Triple H? The big moments when we had the road dog, Jesse James, the badass Billy Gunn, and we had X-Pac all come out for Triple H. Mm-hmm. D-Generation X. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there was a lull, and then we had Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, NWO coming out. Couldn't believe it. DX versus NWO. Did oh. you ever think you'd... I mean, you you never thought you'd see Sting and Triple H in the ring, but DX versus the NWO. How did it get better? D-Generation X versus the New World Order. Even Hogan took a bump, mm-hmm. which people are kind of surprised about that. Yeah. He's had a lot of back surgery. He's an old guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin Nash, too. How many times can he tear that quad? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the Monday Night War has come to life. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, 
these were two factions that pretty much redefined wrestling, made it more must-see TV, more reality-focused, more um, more adult-oriented, and they competed staunchly for ratings. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously WCW, you know, had the advantage for 92 weeks in a row, or 93 weeks, but, um, you know, in the, in the end, uh, Degeneration, Degeneration X and uh, World Wrestling Federation, as it was called back then, um, kind of, you know, took over, mm-hmm. um, but it was a back-and-forth battle um, back in the late 90s for ratings. Then a little while later, at this point it was expected, but Shawn Michaels did, of course, show up to support his best friend with a vicious super kick oh, to the yeah. face of Sting. Yeah, you couldn't, you, you know, you're thinking, so who's missing out of this? You know, badass Billy Gunn, the road dog, and Xbox come out. And he's like, who's missing? Who's missing out of this? I wasn't quite sure. And then Michaels comes out the of the audience show like, stopper. Mr. WrestleMania himself. The heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. He almost kicked Sting's head off. It was Fantastic! It was great. It's like he'd been saving up all year for that one sweet chin music. Mm-hmm. He kicked his head right off. Triple H did, of course, at the mm-hmm. end, pick up the win with the use of that sledgehammer. Uh, mm-hmm. Not what I expected. I think he went for a stinger splash, and Triple H he pulled up the sledgehammer. Went right? for a, a second one, and then he mm-hmm. got hit with the sledgehammer. And mm-hmm. uh, I, just like the Battle Royale, I was upset at the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the way this match was booked was just in case Sting does call it at that one match mm-hmm. because it you know it's kind of fitting uh you it wouldn't necessarily mean as much if he came back won one match and then quit and went no i've i've right. beat, i've beaten wwe right it could be something something for him to redeem himself with yeah. I mean, maybe we'll see more of sting well i hope we will i've got my predictions yeah okay well we'll talk about more about that uh later when we get to raw's war because he had some choice words after now as a bit of an intermission for our wrestlemania review just like they had an intermission there there was a bunch of music segments in the middle yeah, and a bunch of artists no one's really ever heard I'm of i'm just gonna say we don't need it i think the theory is that like if the oscars have it and the super bowl has it we need a musical interlude they do it on raw all the <clears> time now no, we don't. Just just give us more time for the other matches. Right, which we did give a lot more time for the Divas. Mm, I've been seeing that. It was six minutes. I liked that match. I thought that it was better than it would have been, than it could have been. Well, if if Rollins Orton had been six minutes long, we would all be uh, ridiculously upset with it. That's true, yeah. AJ. It was much better than it could have been. AJ and Paige versus the Bell Twins. We're seeing a little, it's getting a little better. But six minutes isn't enough. I Th- needed more. Then that, that six Diva match on Raw, that was... That was better. That was getting that better. That was even better than the WrestleMania match. So, I mean, AJ, Paige, the Bellas, the Bellas are looking better and better. AJ and Paige, obviously, very good in the ring. Um, we've got a few other, um, you know, Natalia and uh, Naomi. Naomi. And, um, you know, I, th- I think what we're seeing is, is, is they're starting to listen to the fans. You know, give Divas a chance. I think we're starting to see a little bit more attention to the women's. It's kind of gradual. It's a start. But I, I think this this could have gone a lot worse. Yeah, I, I think that part of the reason why I'm upset is because it isn't enough now, and I do admit it is a start. We just need to move it a little bit quicker. Yeah, Ross, WrestleMania would have been a great time for a 20-minute match. Yeah. It would have been That would have been the time to do it. But, you know, obviously, can't have everything. Yeah, Especially yeah, Especially when it comes yeah. to the Divas. So, yeah, then we had another... Another high moment of the night, uh, Cena versus Rusev. Now, what did you think of this match? Well, uh, as much as I liked the entire show overall, this was actually one of my uh, lower-graded matches. Hmm. It wasn't bad. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, Rusev Cena was not bad at all. It just wasn't one of my favorites. It right. felt kind of the same old thing for a True, while. Yeah. We did get a couple uh, really weird spots where Cena decides he can change things up and he had a off-the-second-rope stunner to Rusev. Uh, that was, yeah, that's right, yeah. I mean, it worked, but where would that come from? Why he's don't you try- do things like that more often? He's trying to do some new stuff, yeah. 
John Cena, you know, he's got to mix it up. He's been the same thing for about 15 years now. And, you know, we'd really like to see... We're not really seeing anything new from John Cena. You know, I'm glad he took the belt off Rusev. It kind of establishes credibility a little more, you know... You know, a little more a higher profile for the United States title, which is, you know, obviously a transplant from WCW. You know, it's kind of been third tier even to the Intercontinental. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for Cena to have that belt, I mean, I think he's going to be a great fighting champion. And I I can't wait to see who he takes it from him. Because I know the fans want to see that. (laughs) So after this match... Well, what happened with Lena and Rusev? What do you mean? I mean, Lana showed up again. and she was uh, there? You know, it's just... um, I don't know why, because, you know, it's just more tension. You know she's not going to be on the show. Um, she showed up basically just to serve as a distraction. It was kind of predictable. I mean, I don't think you can just not have her be at WrestleMania. I think she's outlived her welcome. I don't, I don't, th- I don't think that at all. <laughs> no. I don't think that at all. No. No. What, do you, what, do you, what benefit do you think Lana has for Rusev moving forward now that he's, you know, he's obviously lost the title and, um, you know, he's, he's crazy. He's gone psycho. Can you, he? You still, you still, if we just have... Team America versus crazy Russian guy. That's going to get boring. <laughs> yeah. We do need some sort of middle ground voice in there, something to uh, not necessarily control him, but reel him back in every now and then. We can't just have, oh, yeah. I'm crazy and angry nonstop. That's, That's going to get boring, too. Yeah, we'll see if he gets his mouthpiece back soon. He obviously didn't have Ron Raw either. Um, but yeah, following that. Um, we had a bit of a gap in matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Triple H and Stephanie come out, and mm-hmm. then The Rock came out, which was not expected. Rock giving yeah, some promo. This was quite a moment. About how uh, Triple H and Stephanie don't own the fans, the fans own them. And then Steph starts talking, and The Rock basically just says, Look, I can't and won't hit a woman. And he leaves the ring, and he starts walking around, and I immediately recognized where in the stadium he was standing. Camera pans over, he's standing right next to the UFC women's bantamweight champion, Ronda Rousey, in the front row. Ronda Rousey gets up, she gets in the ring with Who The saw Rock. that coming? Oh, I had been hoping. Nobody saw that. They coming. showed her in the front row, and I said, "Please, please, please, do something with Ronda Rousey." And what better thing could she do than to beat the crap out of Stephanie McMahon and Triple H? And Triple H. <laughs> I don't think either of them could take her. She's the most dangerous woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as UFC soon as champion. I saw her first match, I said, "Vince, if you're not on the phone right now, getting that contract set up, then you don't deserve to be in charge of this company anymore." Mm-hmm. So yeah, she comes in, takes out both of them—a serious takedown to Triple mm-hmm. H. And now he this, was shocked. This doesn't mean. That she's coming to WWE. Of course, it doesn't mean that at all. But online today, we heard. We heard. Uh, was it on Twitter? She said we're not done yet. Mm-hmm. I've I've got my fingers crossed. I want to see Ronda Rousey in a WWE ring a lot more. Let her take on Triple H. <sighs> Can't I, wait. I think she could take him. Yeah. I think she could knock him out with one punch. Now uh, a lot a of tough people. Woman. A lot of people thought that this promo went on for quite a while, and I did find out. Uh, Earlier in the day, Bray Wyatt had injured his ankle, mm-hmm. and up until his match, was walking around in a cast. Wow. So I think that uh, either Triple H and Stephanie or The Rock were possibly told, hey, stretch it out a little bit. They did end up stretching it out too long, but I think that was just to kind of give Wyatt a little bit of a break. Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, Undertaker, you know, looked great. Oh, yeah. You know, um, he looked probably even better than he did last year mm-hmm. like when he was against... Uh, Told you not to doubt him. Lesnar, yeah. I mean, he... Wasn't sluggish at all. I mean, he hit all of his good spots. Oh, he, he hit he hit old school. He did. He did old school. Love which that. We haven't seen that in a while, and you know that's that takes a lot of balance. To, uh, you know, when that's when he gets up and walks on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, the best moment though, Bray Wyatt doing the crab walk. Yes. Taker sits and up. Taker sits up. Locks eyes, and the crab just Wyatt just, just crumpled. He melts, 
and that is going to be an image that we see for a very long time in yeah, whenever they do video moment. packages of past WrestleManias, that image classic is moment. going to stick around. I know it. Classic moment. So, yeah, Taker, you know, vanquished Bray Wyatt, which I was glad. Don't want to see yes. Taker lose twice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's my question that I've been asking um, a, lot of, a lot of other people um, who I've spoken to about this is, is what's next for Wyatt after all that? You know, he just spent a, almost a month carrying this whole rivalry all by himself, all this promo work. Undertaker comes, beats him. We know we're not going to see Taker for at least, you know, another year. What's next for Bray Wyatt? Is he just going to pretend like this loss didn't happen and start another feud? Or, or he's a wrestler who depends on having a feud, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what's next for him, but what I can say is the fact that he was in a WrestleMania ring with The Undertaker is one of the biggest pushes there are. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? One person has only ever won that, so it's not like that is him being buried. No, no, because, no. Because, you know, we talk about Triple H lost to him three times at WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels lost twice. We've got Orton. We've got Edge. We've got Batista. We've got these huge names. He's beating everybody. That's that's not him being buried at all. That's one of the biggest pushes there can be. Okay. Okay. Maybe why looking at the World Heavyweight Championship, you think, or you know, what, what, what's what's I just I'm just confused. Like, where is he gonna go? Who could he possibly go against? I think what we need from Wyatt is uh, instead of while these pushes, you know, he gets a, a Taker match, he gets a Cena match at WrestleMania. I think what he needs now is to get some sort of high-profile match, not necessarily Mania. I want it to happen before then, sure. but some sort of high-profile match with a big star where he goes over, and we need mm-hmm. to just, I think we need to push him more. He needs to redeem himself after that loss to Taker, yeah. We need to see that, why, not only can he get in big match situations, not only can he carry good promos, but he's got to win, too. Yeah, I think he needs to look uh, even more aggressive coming out of it. Hmm, okay. So, biggest match of the night, we had Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, one of the most highly anticipated matches. Mm-hmm. I had no idea who was going to win. You know, I was rooting for Lesnar. You know, I want to see Lesnar win. He's, he's a monster. Yeah. At the same time, Roman Reigns has been getting the push for a while now. So, you know, you thought they could have given it to Reigns. You thought they could have given it to Lesnar, but they didn't give it to either, did they? No, they did not. No, sir. Uh, Seth Rollins, a Mr. Money in the Bank. The the elephant in the room in this whole title picture is that Seth Rollins has had that Money in the Bank for how long now? Uh, he's had it since last June or July. So almost a year now, and it, it cancels out after a year is what yes, I hear. Yes, it does. And um, so Lesnar and Reigns are going at it. It's pretty much winding down. Um, it's been going on for a while, the match, and uh, Rollins comes out. Cashes it in, makes it a triple threat match. Yeah, this is the first time Money in the Bank has been cashed in mm-hmm. at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and also the only time it's ever been cashed in mid-match. Mm-hmm. Every other time they've waited until the match was done, and right. then they attacked. It was brilliant because neither one, uh, Lesnar did not have to get pinned to lose the belt. Mm-hmm. You know, Reigns, obviously no one wanted to see him get anything. Yeah, Reigns gets the uh, the losing aggression. Lesnar still gets to look invincible. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably the best possible way to book it, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. Um, it was a real shocker, though. Um, when I read that, on the, when I saw that happen, it was... It was it was one of those oh shit moments, you know. Yeah, and pardon I mean, my French, but that's what it was. And even the match before that, though, when it was just Lesnar and Reigns, I thought that was terrific. And um, Suplex City friend I was watching with uh, was not a fan because of how little offense Reigns got for the yep. longest time. Mm-hmm. But all we do is build up how Brock Lesnar is an unstoppable beast. We have to have him get that out. And mm-hmm. Reigns did get his aggression in. He threw Lesnar into a, a ring post mm-hmm. and bloodied his head up. Oh yeah, he was like, real mixed up. It was awful. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was great, but the blood, the amount of it was ridiculous. That was real blood. And you know that Vince doesn't let blood happen. Right. With it's been a lot of... They've been doing, you know, in the Extreme Rules with John Cena, those were like capsules, from what I've heard. Those, they, they've been using yeah. a little bit of fake blood because they don't want to do the blading anymore, but well, Lesnar was legitimately cut in this The match. only time it ever happens is if either it happens naturally or the wrestlers in the match themselves agree to do it. Um, Stone Cold Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13, they were not allowed to do blood, but Bret Hart told Stone Cold to do it, and if it was a bad thing, then Bret Hart would go down for it. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold, uh, you know, they got the blade, and he, that match is, of course, one of the greatest Iconic. matches of all time. yeah. So, yeah, Lesnar was cut open this whole match, um, took a, you know, I think both wrestlers took a severe beating, but then that, that little slimy Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is this steps. generation's edge. Mm-hmm. He is opportunistic, mm-hmm. he is ready, he is the thinking, he is always thinking, you know, he is on yeah. top of this, and I love it. He's cunning, yeah. And he's I mean, playing a great cowardly heel too at that. Yeah, yeah, and not, but he can back it up, you know. I mean, you got the, the what's that? The Phoenix Splash he does, the curb stomp, mm-hmm. those those moves. I mean, he's he's got quite a list. I think he's going to be a good fighting champion. You know, I I, I I can see that he plays sort of this cowardly, slimy guy, but you know, when it comes down to it, he can put on a good match, and yeah. so I'm glad that he's got the belt. I think we're going to see some great main events. Yeah, all in all, I thought WrestleMania 31 was terrific. It was the best WrestleMania in the past, I think, five years. Yeah. I mean, we got everything we wanted, and then some. Mm-hmm. Something unexpected. I mean, with, with DX and NWO, it was that, that was to me, that was the highest yeah. moment. So many so many high spots. Loved it. So I'm many bonuses. probably just going to rewatch it in the next week just to relive it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. We're going to move on to, of course, the next okay. biggest event, the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah, rolling we're right gonna, through it, yep. We're going to... We're going to touch on a little bit of everything that happened, but we're not going to go in-depth on every single match, mm-hmm. just because not all of it is entirely necessary. Sure. Well, started off Brock Lesnar, you know, the night after he losing, uh, lost the belt, comes out, demands his rematch immediately. First off, Brock Lesnar two nights in a row? That was ridiculous. Yeah, we were pretty, uh, we were, you know, in for a treat seeing Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar. We usually see him, like, once a month. Yeah, and then... We can we can skip around a little bit and just say that eventually Rollins does come out for that rematch and then you know claims his ankle hurts. Jet lag. Oh, I uh, you know I'm a little tired. I'll give you the match, just not right now. And Lesnar was livid. And Lesnar grabs him and throws him back in the ring, and Rollins gets away. Lesnar throws J and J over table. Saw that German suplex and uh, you know Rollins landed on his feet. I mean that would be a great match. Those two. Yeah, Lesnar Such flips the table styles. onto Booker T and JBL. Crushed, crushed the two. Grabs of them. Yep. Michael Cole F five. Grabs a cameraman, two F5s. Stephanie McMahon suspends Brock Lesnar indefinitely, which to me just read, you've you've already worked two nights in a row. We're going to give you like a real long nap. You can show back up at SummerSlam. Well, this is the thing. I mean, it's a good way because before, you know, he's got limited dates. That's in his contract. He's only got, um, you know, he's only got so many dates he has to be there. And um, it made sense when he was champion because, you know, it kind of made it kind of rare. And, and he can do whatever he wants because he's the champion. Yeah. Now that he's not the champion, how are they going to write into the script that he's not going to be around as much? Well, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. And he destroyed, like, two different, four civilians. Yeah. Um, you know, crushed both the commentators. I mean, it went out with a bang. And, and so th- this will make sense. This is a good way to write him off. Stephanie suspends him. Lesnar's now turning face, mm-hmm. feuding with the authority. I can't wait to see what's going to come of it. Yeah. I mean, I think this this Brock Lesnar, I think, is the best one. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's just, he's such a such a monster, and he's so angry. We had Daniel Bryan's first ever Intercontinental Title defense against Dolph Ziggler. Phenomenal match. In what was an A plus match, of course. A lot of and headbutting in this one too. I bet mm-hmm. you like that. They brought it back, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, I mean, there were, there were it was great. There weren't a lot of necessarily specific high spots. It was just the match as a whole was really sure. consistent. Sure, it's uh, hard to you know go on after that icy ladder yeah. match last night. Bryan retains. Barrett comes in and Quiet. starts attacking both of them, and then to my disdain, Sheamus's music hits. 
to even greater disdain, he has a mohawk and his beard, beard is all is braided. braided. Yeah, yeah, you look stupid, I think, was the uh, chant that came out. Mm-hmm. But like I predicted, Seamus came back as a heel. Everyone thought he was going to attack Barrett. He brogue kicked Ziggler and Brian. And, oh, why is Seamus back? I don't like him. Can he go away now? Yeah, he doesn't really have much of a personality. He's uh, Irish and they're Scottish. Uh, I don't, I'm not really sure, honestly. <laughs> he's, he's from the U.K., um, He's got the accent. He's got the red hair, and uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I, he's he's boring. I don't like. I never him. got him in the first place. I mean, I guess this heel turn is supposed to make him a little bit more exciting, but I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it's hopefully you know he'll get involved with somebody that's that matters. Yeah, he's going to be in the IC. He'll uh, be in the title picture, but he's, he's going to. The there's a long line though. It's uh, a long line. My my early prediction for Extreme Rules is Brian Ziggler, Seamus Barrett, four way. Mm. That's what it looks like. I mean, yeah, it's real early to guess, but that's what it looks like at the moment, and I don't like it. We might, I mean, you might, I mean, don't judge him yet, though. Extreme Rules, I think, can make or break, you know, one of those no disqualification matches. We could see a whole new side of Sheamus. I doubt it. Yeah, we'll see. Pretty static character. We had, just like I predicted, uh, the first of two NXT debuts on the main roster. Lucha Dragons. Yes, you did. You said this a couple weeks ago, didn't you? and Kalisto, I said, would show up the day after WrestleMania. Kalisto is amazing. They tagged with the New Day against the Ascension and Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, and boy, did the crowd love it. Well, Lucha, I mean, the crowd was so behind Kalisto. It was amazing. I mean, the guy, this is one of the most, he does a, he did a Hurricane Rana, I think it was on Cesaro. Yeah, it took like three spins all the way around him. It was the most ridiculous Cesaro's Hurricane like Rana leaving I've the match. Like, what, what just happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, his finish with the Salida del Sol uh, has been driving NXT crowds wild for months. Okay. Loved it. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a great match. Uh, Loose Dragons obviously stole the show. New Day's looking a little better, though, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting behind them. Yeah, the crowd, uh, oh. I, I hate the crowd. The crowds are just not giving them anything mm-hmm. based on the fact that they don't like the gimmick, but I don't think they realize just how hardworking Biggie, Kofi, and Xavier are. And Biggie and Kofi are two of my favorite wrestlers that are there right now. Been around and for they're a while. doing so much work just to get a little bit of positive crowd attention. And I don't even think the crowd is really paying attention because if they were watching the matches that were happening, mm-hmm. then it would be almost nothing but positive reviews. But Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and the Ascension, I'm not sure how I feel about the Ascension. They're fine. I, I don't have strong opinions either way, really. Yeah, they still we still got to see them uh, pull off, I think, a big match. You know, mm-hmm. maybe a taking title match maybe coming up for them. But I, I don't know because they're teaming with the champions. So I we'll think see. that they're going to recreate some of the classic NXT matches with uh, the Lucha Dragons, which they will at some point have to have go both ways. Lucha Dragons can't win all of them just because they're the newest. <laughs> but uh, I think those will be good. Yeah, Lucha Dragons are amazing. Um, so then we had, you know, obviously after that was the Lesnar-Rollins promo. Lesnar suspended. We already mentioned that. So yeah. no need to recap that too much. All we can say is that Lesnar is furious. Yeah. He's furious, and when he gets back, he's going to destroy something or someone. We come back to the show with Stardust in the ring, and Damian Mizdow comes out to the same music but his own name on the logo, and he is by himself, and he... Uh, Squashes Stardust basically. Yeah, just it was some real very, clean, one, real very quick. one-sided match. Uh, Miz comes out and uh, skull crushing finales him, and mm-hmm. it was a bit upsetting. But you know, it's the way things happen. Yeah, Extreme Rules would be a great place for this to uh, for this mm-hmm. to pan out. Which is uh, my other immediate prediction: yep. Miz and Mizdow at Extreme Rules. I think we don't necessarily see Mizdow win the rivalry completely until he changes his name and finds his new identity. Whether it's yeah. old Damien Sandow, which is great, or it's something new, he's got to find something. 
Okay, and then um, after that, um, we had uh, Adrian we had, Neville. We had another NXT debut that I called on the night after. They say the man who gravity forgot. Mm-hmm. Was that his gimmick in NXT? Yes, that, it was. That's been it the whole time with the cape. Uh, it wasn't the cape, but he the cape was new. But he sold T-shirts that said the man that gravity forgot. Okay. Uh, he showed up with a cape, but without a first name. He was just called Neville. I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm glad Neville he's there. Reminded me of Neville Longbottom. Harry Potter. I mean, that name's already kind of in the nexus as far as, you know, popular culture. He had a match against Curtis Axel where Neville destroyed destroyed him. I mean, what is going on with Curtis Axel? I don't care. I got to see a red arrow on WWE. Yeah, I mean, extreme mania, extreme rules, I think is what he said, right? Mm -hmm. But, uh... Who's this guy? I didn't even pay attention to Curtis Axel. I was too busy focused on how great Adrian Neville is. And the crowd was so into it. Loved it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, my third prediction was that Charlotte would also show up. I only got two NXT debuts, but you know what? I'll take it. (laughs) Okay. And then we had had John Cena's uh, open challenge for the United States Championship Mm -hmm. answered by... We were teasing. We were teased all night by Michael Cole that Rusev was going to do Everyone this. Everyone expected Rusev, but what Rusev. we got was the lunatic fringe Dean Ambrose, and that got me real excited. It was a close match. He had yeah. the dirty deeds a couple times in this, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Kicked out of an attitude adjustment, mm-hmm. broke out of the STF. Mm-hmm. It was terrific. Put Cena in the STF. Yeah. I thought Cena was going to tap. It, it was close. Yeah, he's got a good modified STF there, even with his... He gets him in the elbow like mm-hmm. that, and he just can't. He's, like, choking him, and, opposed to ripping at the yeah. face. Uh, Cena did retain. I think the biggest thing about this was that after they shook hands and Cena left, Ambrose looked so very distraught in the ring. Well, he just lost in the IC match, now he loses the US match. And I think it's getting to him. I think that this is going to do something really bad to Ambrose, and I think... Maybe see a heel that turn? That we're going to see a heel turn. Wow, yeah. yeah. I mean... Ambrose doesn't have the best win-loss record. When it comes down to it, he's been in the singles competition. The Shield broke up a while ago, and he really doesn't win that often. And when the Shield broke up, Ambrose was clearly the one most set for a singles run, and he's the one who's kind of being wasted. We've got Rollins with the belt, Reigns a very top contender, and Mm -hmm. we're kind of wasting Ambrose. Maybe if we see him go full heel like he was back in the golden days of the Shield, then it's going to, you know, he's really going to take off. Okay. So then um, we had, um, you know, AJ Page. We mentioned this match earlier. It um, AJ know, it Page, Naomi versus the Bellas and Natalia. Mm-hmm. And this match, I believe, went on for approximately 11 minutes. And we had a commercial break, which almost, you don't really see with women's almost matches. Almost twice as long as the WrestleMania match, and it was at least twice as good. Mm-hmm. There were high spots all around, and it was it was just a great Divas wrestling match that they didn't give us at WrestleMania. Yeah, it should have been that should have been the match at WrestleMania. I believe that would have been good. Um, yeah, Rusev versus Goldust. What the hell is going on with this? Rusev is angry. Look, he beat someone real fast. Why oh. is Goldust and Stardust on two separate things? They never finished their rivalry. I'm so upset about this. This doesn't make any sense. It's too late now. Just two dusts, just just on totally different storylines. Well, you know, Stardust isn't going to stick around for too long. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to keep him as a Goldust clone. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes has to come back at some point. Okay, but you know, there's not much we can say about that right now. All right, so the six-man tag match: uh, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, and Ryback versus Rollins, Kane, and Big Show. I mean, uh, we've seen this over and over again. This six-man tag match. After WWE completely redeemed anything bad they've done in the past year with a terrific WrestleMania, the night after. On Raw, their main event is a six-man tag that they've done over and over and over again. You just did so many new things. Why are you going back to the same thing you've been doing forever? Yeah. So, you know, obviously uh, Roman Reigns stood tall. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was interesting is that the booing of Roman Reigns has gotten really out of control. Yeah. Well, I think most of that was this crowd because they were also the loudest against Cena I've heard in the past Yeah, year. that too as well. I mean, they're really getting vocal. They're starting to boo a lot. 
the crowd, I think, is getting a little too entitled, and they're saying just because we say we don't like something, then we'll get it changed because of the whole yeah. Daniel Bryan fiasco, mm-hmm. and I think they need to take a step back a little bit. Okay. So not much uh, progression in the storyline at the end of Raw. I think the biggest progression came with the Lesnar-Rollins uh, angle at the in the middle. Um, so Raw ended, um, Reigns was standing tall, then we had Sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sting just gave a little bit of a speech about how uh, he wasn't back for one more. Match. He wasn't quite sure if he was going to come back. I'm still kind of hoping. I know it won't be a great match, but I still want to see Sting Undertaker, perhaps a double retirement match at WrestleMania 32, Undertaker's hometown. Fingers are crossed. We'll see what happens. Okay, just get him in the ring at yeah. least one more time. He looks great. That's about all there is for that. Yep. All right. Well, um, I guess that's about all we have mm-hmm. for tonight. Um, we will, like I said, we had WrestleMania. Next, uh, as the weeks are continuing, we'll um, we'll give keep more you predictions updated for on the road rules. to Extreme Rules. Yep. Extreme Rules should be good. I'm coming off WrestleMania. So again, this has been the Ringmasters, Adrian Headache Haddon and, and Nick Powerhouse Potter. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks a lot.